Thank you for listening to this audio recording from the University of Sheffield. I'm Sharon Squires. I'm Director, uh, not Chief Exec, of Sheffield Executive Board, um, which brings together leaders from across the city uh, to talk about some of the key issues facing the city. And I've been involved in the work around fairness uh, with Alan and Mazza and others for the last few years. Um, one of the questions we, and I'm sure you, constantly face is what does this mean, this word fairness, and what do we mean by it? And one of the things I've learned, and I think this relates to both uh, Alan's speech but also Kate's last slide, is it means different things to different people. But the actual very act of talking about it and what it means is really, really important because it's a very powerful idea and a lot of people agree with it as an idea. And our challenge, I think, is to give that idea substance um, and, and I think also to keep it quite simple. So for me, fairness is, is just about people having the opportunity through education, through employment, through training, to get the jobs that actually pay a, a, a wage they can live on as opposed to a wage they can't live on, to be able to access homes and housing and transport and just to live the lives they want to lead. It's not a huge meaning, but we have to get up there as individuals, as organisations, and as a city to say, what does fairness actually mean in reality, in tangibles? Um, and part of the conference today, um, I'm sort of, I wasn't booked this room, and I'm conscious there's lots of sort of empty seats. Actually, the room, the conference was fully booked very early on, and we were turning people around. This room is very large. We are, Part of conference day is about having lunch, about talking, about having sessions where people can contribute to this debate about how we get this notion of fairness, particularly, I would argue, in this current um, political climate, how we get it more mainstream, more acceptable, and perhaps challenge some of the concepts around unfairness or, uh, that are around. For me, I suppose I've learned five things over working around the fairness campaign. I think the first thing is we can't stand still. We, under have, we have to understand inequality in our city all the time. It changes. It manifests itself differently. And we need to understand both the historic causes and things that have shaped inequality. And we need to understand what we can do about it. And that means we constantly have to have this at the top of the agenda as one of the big issues to be tackled. We do need to work together to build whole city responses to inequality. There are just too many plans and too many initiatives and they're not connected up well enough and, um, and they don't have a common vision. Um, they, they often relate to professional outcomes rather than outcomes for people and we need to be saying, you know, is it possible, we had the Fairness Commission report, can we translate that into an integrated plan to tackle inequality across this city? People local people, citizens, they have a key role to play in how we tackle inequality in the city. They're often marginalised or used um, in, in narratives in ways that aren't helpful. So, for example, one of the things I learned as we began to develop the Our Fair City campaign is for those people living at the wrong end of the tram line, of the tube line or the 83 bar, they don't like these statistics being constantly thrown at them because it just makes them feel worse about themselves. And what it doesn't talk about is all the resilience and the assets and, and, and the, the strengths of them as individuals and of their communities. So we need to be careful about this constant use of narrative around, well, you're fortunate to live at the wrong end of the line. Like, I mean, 
I'm not denying it, but we need to perhaps get a bit more sophisticated in how we talk about it. I think most importantly, we need to be willing to do things differently and we need to, um, we need to challenge ourselves and maybe some of our traditional approaches to tackling inequality. Because then people in this room will know, even when we had money, we didn't do as well as we needed to have done around this issue of inequality and, and poverty. And we do need to be thinking and doing things differently. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. And I talked earlier, and I'm glad it's coming out um, uh, as a key theme from the presentations. Um, we need to change the narrative. We, I, I thought that, that, that uh, slide about actually when you talk about inequality, the people richer people feel less comfortable. I think that's really important. We really need to find better ways, more inspiring ways of talking about it. It's not all doom and gloom. We've got to find ways of saying, as a city, this is important and we can work together better as a city. Alan's talked about a couple of tangible examples that we have done as a city. Sheffield Money, uh, it's very early days. It's, it's struggling, um, but it's an amazing initiative. We need to get behind it better as a city. The Fair Employer Charter is the only charter that has been led and developed by private sector and actually has more private sector uh, businesses signing up to it than it does uh, the, any of the other sectors right now. And I feel really proud of our private sector colleagues that, um, that they have pushed and will continue to push there, looking at something to do around fair recruitment. As young people said, don't understand how you get a job anymore because it's, uh, the rules of the game are very unfair, are very unclear and probably very unfair as well. Um, and they're going to do something about different ways of organising and looking at um, um, employee ownership and, and cooperatives and things like that. So they're taking it forward. They're not stopping at the Charter. Increasing giant. Um, the thing, I, it's International Women's Day, and for those of you who know me, know I'm not going to let that go without something. We did a piece of work last year, group, really a group of women, quite a small group of women, related to the fair employment, and we looked at the economic growth in the city and city region, and we looked at it from a gender perspective. And it's no great surprise, but you know, women in this city and city region are disproportionately represented in the low-paid, insecure jobs that are being created, uh, of which we have too many anyway as a city and city region. And we questioned whether women are benefiting as much as we'd like them to be from the current models of economic growth. So we produced a quite difficult report. Uh, we put recommendations in it, and we have recently sent that to the local enterprise partnership that every area has is responsible for uh, developing economic growth strategies for the city and city region. And to their credit, they've come back and said, yes, we will consider this report. Now, as far as I know, this is the first time that a, a new model of economic growth strategy has been challenged from a gender perspective. I, I'm, I'm not an economist. I don't know loads about economic growth. But I think you have to raise these issues. Um, and this goes back to my final point, is we're gonna have, we are going to have to have difficult and challenging conversations, but this issue is too important not to. And as a city, we've begun and we need to continue. I would love it that everyone here signed up to become a fairness champion after this and committed to being part of that wider conversation. Thank you for listening to this audio recording from the University of Sheffield.